Welcome to the Market Beautifully Podcast, a show where I offer marketing advice for lady entrepreneurs who crave to crack the code when it comes to getting noticed or expanding their brand online. I'm your host, Haley, and I can't wait to chat with you about what I have planned for today's episode. Hey, welcome back to the show. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving last week. I want to thank you so much for all the prayers and good vibes you sent my way for my mom's surgery. You seriously rock. She's doing really well and recovering at a fantastic pace. She's such a rock star, so it doesn't surprise me one bit. Now, if you follow me on Instagram, you know I'm in the thick of hanging out with the beta testers for the 90 Day Profit Lounge. I have been working on this membership site that will launch to the public in 2018, which I'm so excited about. It's a membership site designed to not only help you create a 90-day profit plan, but keep you accountable and have a whole community encouraging you to meet the goals that you set for yourself every week, every month, and every quarter. I'm having a special launch party when I get back from Italy in January where it will be a quarter, like 25 cents, to join your first month. So stay tuned for that, okay? If you haven't already been hanging out with me on Instagram, my handle is at marketbeautifully, and that is where I do most of my updating. So if you want to be the first one on that deal, make sure to go follow me on Instagram. I'd love to hang out with you over there. Now for this episode, I think we should dive in headfirst right now because this is a recording of a live I did last week about a sales secret that will make a huge difference in your business and something that really resonated with a lot of people on Instagram. So here it is. Today I'm covering a sales secret that you are going to obsess over because this sales secret can make a huge difference in your business and make you thousands of dollars. I'm not even kidding. It is, it's fantastic because you're coming at it from a different approach. It's gonna change your mindset. It's gonna change the direction that you're going in and your business and how you actually come across to your, to the people that are willing to pull out their wallets for you. Or maybe it's having you come across better to the people that may pull out their wallet, but, They're not because you're not following this secret or mindset, okay? So the sell secret that I'm talking about is knowing and believing and soaking in every single day this specific quote. People love buying things, but they hate to be sold to with a passion. They absolutely hate to be sold to. So since we know this, since we know that people are always buying things like if you and if you really soak that in I think it's really interesting because if we can get past the part that people hate to be sold to if we just make people feel like we aren't selling to them people love buying things imagine how many more people are going to buy our things buy our stuff buy our programs our products our services if we do not make them feel like they're actually being sold to. What kind of difference would that make in your business? I think it would make a huge difference. And that's why I have never had to go and actually ask someone to be my client. I have never had to go and ask for someone to buy my program because I never make people feel like I'm selling to them or like I'm desperate for them to buy my product because I'm not. I just know that whatever I'm selling can genuinely help them And so that's the route that I go, right? But I really want everyone to just soak this in for a minute that people love to buy things, but they hate to be sold to. I think this applies heavily to how we are marketing in our business, specifically content marketing. So an example, I want to do an example of this. And while you guys are hopping on, I want you to comment 
what you sell or what you do in your business, because this is going to apply to what we're going to be talking about in today's episode. So let me know what you are doing or what you are selling. That way we can twist this around and use this quote as an example. Awesome. An example is someone in my Facebook group. She's an amazing woman. She sells t-shirts for people that love books. But instead of her being super spammy, she's like, instead of being super, super spammy, then she's like saying on Instagram stories, let's pretend like she's on Instagram stories. Instead of her being all the time, look at this shirt, you can buy the shirt, swipe up for the shirt, the shirt, the shirt, the shirt, right? How annoying is that? You never want to be that person that's always selling. Um, when I was in New York, a few months ago to visit Liz, who we founded Radiant CEO together. We have the Radiant CEO podcast together. We just launched the Radiant CEO Summit. It's been amazing. So that's why I went up to New York. When I was in New York visiting her, I'm a small town girl. Just, just to clarify, like I don't see people on the streets everywhere. Like if we see people on the streets, they're typically begging for money or something along those lines. But in New York, we not only have people begging for money, but people are also wanting to sell you things. They're like, here, you can have this for $5 or whatever, you know, it is. And they're constantly trying to sell you something. It's so annoying. And it makes you think, well, I might have bought that, but you're so annoying that I want to avoid you like the plague. You never want people to feel like that in your business, right? That's a, that's a huge no. <laughs> um, and I know you would agree with that. So going back to the wonderful woman that sells t-shirts for people that love books. Instead of her being like that New York salesman, which by the way, she's totally not, but let's pretend like she is right now. Instead of her being super spammy, being like that New York salesman on the corner of every street, trying to sell you something and being annoying, she's going to start a book club. Because who is attracted to book clubs? People that love books. Who is her target audience? People that love books. It makes sense. This book club is going to be free. This book club is going to be fun. She's going to make it a blast. The word of mouth is going to be amazing. She's going to have so much fun because her and of herself, she knows that this is her strength. And it may not be, but I'm just making the situation up right now. She knows that she can have so much fun with this. She's going to be helping people for free to like really enjoy this. But guess what she also does? She sells t-shirts. And because she's gained this trust with her audience, with her book club, with her people, she's going to sell more t-shirts. Because she's going to attract people, and with those people that she's attracted, they, she's not making them feel gross and slimy inside. She's making them feel like, oh, this chick, man, she really cares about me. I love this book club that I'm in. I have to support her. I have to buy this t-shirt, you know? That's the way that she should come across. And I think that that really ties into people love buying things, but they hate to be sold to. People would gladly buy her t-shirt. Because they love buying things, right? But if they feel like they're being sold to, they're going to shut down. They're not going to buy whatever you're offering. And so that's a way around that is providing as much value as possible. Now, Christine, hey, Christine Grace over on Instagram, she said that she's selling essential oils. Perfect. So this is great. Um, and I think, and Allison, Allison says she does speech therapy. That's fantastic. So, hey, Christine Grace, let's, let's go back to you, essential oils. Essential oils, there is, a, I mean, that's a very saturated market, right, to sell essential oils. So, how can you stand out? By providing free workshops that teach you about essential oils. By providing a Facebook group community where every week you go live and have some essential oil tip. Or providing some kind of value with expecting nothing in return. 
like nothing. You're not expecting them to buy your oils. You're not expecting them to do that. You're becoming a go-to source because you don't want them to feel like they're being sold to. But by you becoming a go-to source, people are going to go to you to buy their essential oils. Um, and if you've ever heard of Gary Vaynerchuk, I think he is a fantastic example of this too because he sell or he sold wine uh, in his 20s. So his whole 20s was spent selling wine. And with this, he would he started a YouTube channel and it was the wine. Oh my gosh, it was it's amazing. It was very brilliant idea. So because of, you know, whenever people are selling wine or like drinking wine, you hear the wine snobs. I know I don't really know a lot about wine. So I would be perfect. I would be perfect for uh, the his target audience there whenever he's in his 20s. But he was trying to break down wine in a way that wasn't intimidating, that wasn't like, oh, you know, more than me, you know, all that stuff. And so he broke it down to the public in a way that wasn't, um, how would you say, I don't know what the word would be. It wasn't um, holier than thou, I guess. Like it wasn't like, oh, I'm better than you. It broke it down to where it was easy to understand. It was easy to consume the information. And it, it just made them feel like, okay, Gary's on my side. And so who did they go and buy the wine from? Gary, duh, they bought it from Gary. Um, the wine library, that's what he called it. It was, it was such a fantastic idea. And so he provided free content. He was patient. He waited for it to take off. It did, and it did great. And because he became a resource, he wasn't that really annoying salesman. He was a YouTuber. He was he wanted to make everyone feel like, okay, we have each other's back. I have yours. I'm going to bring this to you in a way that's easy to understand so you don't feel caught off guard. All of that stuff. It doesn't bring up any of those feelings of, oh, he's trying to sell me wine. This is so annoying, right? Um, it's, it's kind of like whenever you, I don't know if you've noticed, you probably have, if you're on Facebook a lot, how they have those ads in the middle of the videos now. The most annoying thing ever. I am in the middle of my video and you were interrupting me and I now hate your brand because you've interrupted me in the middle of my video. I do not do video ads in the middle of videos. I am super strict about that because yeah, I get it, brand awareness and stuff, but why would you wanna be that brand that just interrupted the video that someone was watching? I now hate you. And so I don't want your business to ever come across like that at all, even if you're not running you know, video Facebook ads in the middle of videos and placing like that, I still don't want you to ever come across that way um, by putting more like salesy copy and um, there's a lot of people that I see online that just sound desperate. That's kind of what I'm getting at here is a lot of people sound desperate and it may be because they are, but I think that if we turn it around and think what is in it for the end consumer, what is that end user really getting from what I'm, what I'm asking them to buy from me? Am I, do I really care about them? How is the follow-up sequence? How do I make them feel like I genuinely care about them and this purchase, right? Okay, so that's kind of what I'm going for here. Video ads, I agree, especially if your reception is poor and then you have to wait for an ad, oh my gosh, or accidentally hit the wrong video and then an ad, right? It's the most annoying thing ever. Totally agree. Um, it's, it's so frustrating and it just makes me think, okay, is my brand ever coming across that way? Like, I, I get that feeling that, oh my gosh, why is this ad here? And I'm thinking, what if I'm on Instagram stories and someone thinks, oh, she's being too salesy or, oh, she's being this way, which 
sometimes you have to think, oh, well, I don't care what you think. Um, but other times you're thinking, am I really providing enough value, right? Hey, Christian Grace says, do you recommend doing it on a personal page or creating a new Facebook Insta page to provide value content? Well, that's a great question. So this totally depends on what you're doing. Um, let's see. I would definitely not recommend creating a new Facebook Instagram page. I would use, oh, wait, you're saying on a personal page. Okay, so you're in network marketing. No, I think that a lot of network marketing, which I don't, my brand isn't really geared towards network marketing, but my advice here is that I see a lot of network marketing, and this is probably an unpopular opinion, I'm so sorry in advance, and I really hope I do not offend anyone, but I see so many people spamming their Facebook friends. All they're using to market is their Facebook profile. And I'm sorry, but if you're running a business, you do not need to be treating a business like that. Like you cannot call yourself a business owner, but then only post on your personal Facebook profile I, I cannot stand seeing that. I see it all the time in my Facebook feed. I'm always like, unfollow, unfollow, unfollow. I totally get it. You have a business, but you should treat it like a business. And if you treat it like a business, that means come up with a brand name. That means have a separate profile that is targeted for your target users. Um, you don't have to spam your friends and family to sell whatever you're selling, whether that be lip scents, essential oils, I mean, um, Monet, the hair product, whatever it is, right? And that is something that I definitely want to stress. Um, I have been in limbo because I don't want to spam my people. So good point. Yes. And I see so many people doing that. So if you do take a different approach, it would be really awesome to see that. I think if we treat every single business as a legit business, we create a different business page for them. We create it like you should start a podcast about essential oils. You should start a YouTube channel about essential oils. You could literally go, uh, Christine, you could go start a Facebook group about essential oils, go uh, live on Facebook every single week, have one good essential oil tip that lasts for 10 minutes long, record, download that Facebook Live, upload that Facebook Live to YouTube, now you're on YouTube, download the audio, upload it to Lipson or Blueberry, and then put that to iTunes. Now you have a podcast, a YouTube channel, and a Facebook group, and that literally took you 15 minutes to record. How awesome is that, Christine? Like, that is how you would treat a network marketing company like a legit business. Um, and I hope that helped you. Hazel Haven, I think it's not allowed to have two Facebook profiles. But, oh, yeah, okay, so, no, don't do a Facebook profile. Um, that is not what I was saying at all. Um, I would suggest, like, a Facebook group or a Facebook page. That is how you would have it with the business. Do not use a Facebook profi profile at all for business at all. No, 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 no. If you have a Facebook profile, do not post business things. I cannot stress that enough. It drives me absolutely insane. If you are a business, why are you using your Facebook profile for business, um, I don't see Coca-Cola or you know any of these big brands use their Facebook profile to get business. If you want to be a CEO of a company, which we are all entrepreneurs, so yes, I would consider us CEOs, then we need to treat our business like we are a CEO, right? Okay, I'm a little passionate about this and I'm very sorry for being blunt, but I see this all the time and it gets on my freaking nerves. Okay, Christine, so much help, thanks. No problem at all. And Christine, you're fantastic. I'm really glad you're selling essential oils. 
And I really hope that helped you. And I really hope that I see you start some of these things because I don't know a lot about essential oils myself. So I would love for you to start it and update me on your success with it because I know you're going to rock it, girl. Brooke says, I am a photographer, but I also make invites and save the dates. That is so great, Brooke. Okay, so Brooke, she's a photographer. Let's like talk about photography just a second. So then Brooke would say, okay, what is my end user, my client, what does she re or she or he really want? Like what would make their experience, their photography experience, or before they're booking a photographer, even better? Um, how can I make this easier for them? And then that would make them feel a little bit less like, oh, I'm being sold to because Brooke is like thinking one step ahead. And that's always so important. And like invites and save the dates. So she could have a bridal workshop to where Brooke could have like a free online, not maybe not online if this is local, let's say like a free local workshop for everyone engaged. And I mean, this could be super simple, like rent out like a little cafe or something and have everyone like do wedding planning and talking about it and bring in some experts and then talk about your invites and save the dates and have like a little booth set up, but you're running the event. So it's your show like that would be really cool. And you could totally do that in a non salesy way. Um, but that would kind of bring it to more of the local approach, I would think. Hazel Haven says, okay, so I saw one on one done with services. Fantastic. And I'm launching a new group program in December to help frustrated creative business owners learn how to use the tools to grow their online business. And then she says so they're confident when they go on camera. Something that you could do is to provide something for free for them first is putting maybe creating a Facebook group and saying, okay, let's create a Facebook challenge, a Facebook live challenge or an Instagram live challenge. And then say, you have to go live three days in a row and you're going to provide them what they talk about. And you can even help critique them or not or something like along those lines. But that would be really cool because then that would help them and they'd go, wow, look at how much I've already grown. Now, how is Hazel Haven going to help me use that tool that I've already mastered going live using video, being more confident to like further my business? How am I going to use this strategically now? And how am I going to even talk or be even more confident and you know you I mean you kind of go over little hurdles at a time right so I think that would be really cool and then for your one-on-one -on -one done with services you kind of work backwards so for instance if it was like Pinterest optimization then you would go backwards from okay if Pinterest optimization if that's what I'm selling which I'm not sure what you're selling for a one-on-one service I'm just making this up so a Pinterest management then you would go backwards okay before they book me for Pinterest optimization what do they really need? They're super confused on how the heck Pinterest even helps them or like where to even start or what boards they need, right? So then you could talk about how to research their target audience to know what boards their target audience actually has on their Pinterest. So then whenever you teach them that little step for free, then your Pinterest optimization one-on-one -on -one service is like obviously the next step. And I think that if we set up our products to where it's the obvious next step, we're going to be a lot better at selling because we're not selling and selling and selling and expecting them to be where we're at knowledge wise. We are pitching them to where, okay, I, I would say it like this. There's a bridge, right? You're right here. They're right here. Your, your customer, your client, you're watching it. If you're listening to the podcast, I just have two fingers up there like spread apart. <laughs> and so that your customer is right here. So what we need to do 
is we need to take ourselves, our little butt, and go over the bridge to our target audience, explain to them what it takes to get to the other side of the bridge, and then bring them with us. Now, once they're to the other side of the bridge with us, our services are just obvious. Like, why? They're a no-brainer at this point because now they're at the other side of the bridge with us. They understand what we understand now. They understand how important it is to work with Hazel Haven on this one-on-one services. Now, they don't feel like we're selling to them because now they're at the same point that we are. They're not on the opposite side of the bridge. And so if we just kind of bridge that gap, it would be fantastic and people wouldn't feel as slimy about it. Brooke said, I love these ideas. Fantastic. I sell that idea that people are doing important work that has meaning. I promote people's stories via my podcast. Fantastic. LOL mouthful. Yes, but it's not a financial exchange yet. Okay. Later, I'll help individuals start their own podcast. Fantastic. So then you could just have a guide that says how to start your own podcast. Because even though you have a guide that says how to have pe- like how to help people start their own podcast, you could have affiliate links within that guide. You could have like an interactive PDF to where you could promote Lipset and audio hosting, and then that would be an affiliate link. You could promote different podcasting equipment on Amazon, be an Amazon affiliate, um, and that would help you not only get affiliate income, but also they may feel, feel stuck. Like they may want podcast coaching. They may want a one-on-one service after that, and that's where you use ConvertKit which you can get a free 30-day trial of ConvertKit at marketbeautifully.com slash ConvertKit. And I'll help you set it up for free if you want to email me at chat at marketbeautifully.com. I always send like a training video and do some background stuff for you just to kind of set you up for success there. But that's where you say, okay, they got this guide. Now I'm going to send them an automated sell sequence that nurtures them into giving me like their one-on-one service or booking me for this or paying for this program that I have. Like you could have a program that teaches them how to start their own podcast. And that way, I'm going at camera confident challenges. Perfect, see, you already know this girl. So I hope that all of these examples have helped you somewhat in maybe being a little bit introspective of your own business and saying, okay, where am I at in my business? Um, Am I making people feel like I'm selling to them all the time? Am I making people feel a little bit slimy and gross Um, or Am I setting up my product to where it's the obvious next step in that bridge sequence, right? Because people love buying things, but they hate to be sold to. So that is something that I want you to keep in mind. That is something that I am always keeping in my mind. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't be selling. I do want to end with this. I'm not saying that we shouldn't be selling because selling is so, so important. Money, cash is the oxygen of our business. So we need to be selling, we need to be making money, but we need to be making money in a positive nurturing way. And that's why my brand is market beautifully, not market slimily or market uh, sneakily. Like, no, we're gonna be marketing in a beautiful way that makes people feel loved and appreciated and doesn't make people feel like we're just trying to open up their wallet for them and grab their money. We want people to be thankful that they get to pay us money. I have had people thank me for paying me tons of money to be a part of my program because it helps them so much. That is the point in business where I want you to be at that I know that you already are at, but it's always good to just think a little bit about our business, where we're at, and see how we can grow even more and maybe craft our marketing message around this to where we're a little bit less salesy and a little bit more helpful.